next legacy. Are you searching for the perfect gift? Or do you just need a unique statement piece for yourself? Well, either way, Denia Azure help you out. What you need is the S4S jewelry collection by Denia Designs for you. S4S stands for strictly for a stage. Stand out at your next photo or video shoot. Snag that magazine cover. Go from being a part-time extra to an actor or actress who stays booked. Or just be the talk of the town at every event. The Naya Design for You jewelry is handcrafted and Chicago made for men, women, and children. To start your collection, simply go to www.denyaazure.com. That's www.denyaazure.com. That's www.d-a-n-a-y-a-a-z-u-r-e-dot-c-o-m. Next Legacy. Do you love American music? Have you ever heard of The Turkey Fought Back? Twerking with a twang, or a song about us. Tonight is your radio is now sponsored by UncleRyanO.com. You can check out all of these incredible international hits and grab some phenomenal merch at www.UncleRyanO.com. They have gear for the entire family, T-shirts. Hoodies, koozies, travel mugs, mouse pads, and so much more. That's www.unclerino.com. Tell them Denia is your Next legacy. She got going follow Chris Dow's that shack because she knows how to be incredibly helpful when it comes to speakers and how to how to make the situations better, right? Yes. So I started out um, here at Illinois Media School in May of, what is it, 2018. <laughs> I, I'm telling you now, these eight months are going to fly by. People don't, people say that all the time, they're like, oh, what do you mean? It really, really does. Because you're here, so, because you know you have to get your, you know, your, your main hours. But when you're here and you're doing your radio show, you're here and you're doing other shows, you're doing guest speakers, all of that, you're here all the time. So you're like, wait, what's home? <laughs> because you're here all the time making sure that you get work done. Because you can't just come here and just do your classes and go home. Otherwise, you're not going to be successful. Because you want to make sure that you're building relationships beyond this space. So you want to make sure that you're networking with your teachers. And, and the students around you because you never know who you're talking to. The funny part about, the, about when I got here was that I originally uh, I started doing work here with um, Mikey Everything, who's another graduate, and I was producing his show. So Carly came to me and she was like, when are you going to be a part of this? And I'm like, I'm, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I had the time to. But then after talking to friends and really thinking about it, I got into it. Well, actually, what happened was 
My mom got really sick. And she developed colon cancer. And I was focusing so much on taking her to the hospital, the doctors, and all of that. She said, you know what? You have to go to the school. I said, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time because I'm with you so much. And she said, you have to focus on something mm -hmm. other than me. And that's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. I put my everything into this school. I had my radio show. I was producing three other shows. And then, of course, you know, the schoolwork. And then for the schoolwork, and for every single project, it was me and Brianna, who was now uh, one of the, the workers here. We were the editors. So we were here all of the time. So let me fall back into how I even got into media. I grew up as a belly dancer. I said that from age six to about, I want to say, 24, on and off. As well as I was in the Chicago Children's Choir, and I was an I was an, um, I was an actress on a, on a network on a show that was on Evanston Television. But I started out when it came to editing. We had a show. It was a centennial celebration. I remember I was nine years old, and I was in the editing room, and I was like, "Ooh, that's fun!" This is when they had like you know the little crazy graphics, like nothing. Nothing, uh, about, nothing like what we have now, but it was just uh, like the little, just like sparkle here, sparkle there. I was like, I need to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I focused on it back then. But then I worked with a lot of friends that were artists. I noticed their video shoots weren't coming out like the way that I, that they wanted. I'm like, okay, there's got to be a way to learn how to do this editing thing so that I don't have to sit up here and waste my money as someone that doesn't care about my project. And that's what you guys are learning how to do now, is take control of your projects. That way you can kind of escape the middleman, right? So when it came to, to editing, I started with that. I started playing around with some stuff, started you know doing little video clips here, video clips there. Started, and you know when you're doing video, you have to play with the audio as well. So I started just mixing stuff and putting it together. And then I realized it was getting really good at it. And people, people always wonder, well, how did I get into the whole jewelry piece? So in 2008, my mom just um, made a necklace for my uncle. And when she made, she made that piece, I was like, wait, you make jewelry? When did that happen? And she was like, remember what I made when you, or what I wore when you were little? I made all. So I started creating those pieces. And then it got to the point where everybody's like, oh my goodness, this is that's dope. You should do this. You, you should get a website. I'm like, awesome. I should get a website. The person wanted to charge me $300. I'm like, ooh, I just started. There was no way I was paying for that. So I learned how to create my own, which led me to creating other people's websites which led me to the biggest thing. The shirt that I have on is from HFL Magazine. HFL Magazine is a black-owned company based out of Jacksonville, Florida. The fact that I know how to promote myself and I promote other people is how I got to this point. And the, and the third, in the third issue of HFL Magazine, I had my jewelry featured. And there was a designer by the name of Polo the Fur King 
was featured on the cover. Now, mind you, the cover feature was really small, but the, the larger piece was inside. But that didn't matter to me. I had that magazine as every single profile picture that I had to the point people were like, wait, where is your, where, where is your photo? I was like, what do you mean? My jewelry's in this magazine. This is what's important right now. And so after that, I got my first ad, and then I got a feature. And now since 2015, I've been the lead marketing consultant of HFL Magazine. Wow. <laughs> we just reached our 10-year anniversary. That's the issue that I have right now. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Does anyone recognize the person on the front cover? If not, you need to do some research. This is Rick Hardy. He has voiced, when I say everything, literally everything. He used to be with WGCI here. He now, um, he's, and he's done work in Miami. He, he, is, he is the current voice of Sports Center. Yeah? He was, he was at WGCI years ago, but, but you've heard him on. Center, he's done stuff for BET. He was the voice of BET, BET Awards. Like, he's been the voice of literally everything. And the way that I even, you know, learned about him even more was when I was here. Because Drew Sean, who was one of the teachers here, he's the one that taught, that, the top, that taught us about him because Rick does voiceovers for everyone. So this is a, it, it was so crazy because I hit him up, um, and I was like, well, let me see if he's available. And he was totally down, so down to earth. The biggest thing when it comes to this industry is your network. The biggest thing when it comes to your ind to this industry is your network, especially in Chicago. You are going to get your opportunities off of relationships. You do not want to burn bridges unless you, bless you, unless you bless absolutely you. have to, because you never know who you're talking to. And people say that all the time, like, oh, what do you mean you never know who you're talking to? You really never know who you're talking to. Perfect example. I went to school with Chris. At, at, it was like, what, grammar school? Yeah. He had no idea I'd be here to that. Nope. You know, I think a lot of people forget when it comes to the city, they get so focused on just working on what they're doing and, you know, and how they're going to grow, but they forget it takes a team mm -hmm. in order to build and grow. Perfect example, I'm working with this company um, called Backus Corporation, and we had a lot of people that worked on the Donda project. That's come, that's dropping August 15th. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god. I'm working hand in hand with the Lee Wow. It was one of um one of the Kanye has. And it's been a it's been a blessing, but it's you, you get to see the hard work and sacrifice that really goes into this. There's a lot of work that goes into being great and growing. But it takes a team. You cannot, I'm going to repeat, you absolutely cannot do it by yourself. There's there's just no way. That's why whenever they have the, the team projects, 
participate in those. Because the person that, that you thought was just kind of, you know, doing too much is the person that's going to succeed and going to thrive. And, you're, and you might be going to that person for an interview later. Mm-hmm. Or you might need that person to get into an event. Or to get, or to get connected to that job that you want. So what's the point in competing when you have to grow? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we have this big thing when it comes to the industry that we're so used to going against one another that we don't grow together. And the question is, what can we do to change that? But the answer is network and build. That's what you're here for. Like, that's really what you're here for. Eight months is nothing when you can build a lifetime relationship. I'm going to say that again. Eight months is nothing when you can build a lifetime of relationships. And it's very possible. But you have to make sure that you're paying attention. You have to make sure that you're doing your work. Because every single person that's in this building is in the industry currently and can help. But if you don't do the work, they're not going to. They're not even going to think about it. Perfect example. Um, I just saw Stone Pony. You know what I'm saying? And like, and so what was dope when I was here, he gave me like the project manager, majority of the projects that they worked on. And how many people like you Stone Pony is amazing. And it was so dope for me because I'm like, I grew up listening to him. So to see that he saw so much in me when I was here, knowing how long he's been in the industry, meant a lot. Your teachers and the staff here really do care about you. And they really do want you to succeed. They're not just saying that. They actually do care. And they will support you afterwards. I think a lot of people are just so close to are so used to just saying, oh well, they're just saying that. No. That's not the case here. There really is a loving, caring environment. That's why we have alumni that that, that work here and that come back to support. Because we know what the school can do. We know what the school can be. The projects, the, you never know what's going to happen with the projects that you make. We did a project here, uh, it was just a simple commercial for Popcorn. And that commercial went on to win an award for our videographer. That commercial was the commercial that, that, the, that the company used for like a year. We didn't know all that. We were just doing a project for school. There, there are so many PSAs that you guys have, especially with what's going on in Chicago. You have an opportunity to, to be able to tell our story. Because the mm-hmm. news isn't telling it, right? Let's be clear. The mainstream media is not going to tell our story, right? That is up to you. Every opportunity that you have to tell our story, do it. Because they will not tell it, right? It's not their intention to do so. So that means when your friends have the radio shows, go on and support Make sure you're sharing it. Make sure you're commenting on it. Make sure you're tweeting it. Make sure you're adding them on Instagram. All of that matters. When your friends have their show, make sure if you're, um, that's, that, that's the easiest way to get hours. Go sit out in on a friend's show because everyone has to do some type of show. You either got to have a show or be a part of one. That's five hours easy. Every single thing that you have in order to make up hours or gain more hours, 
do it. It's worth it. Because it's only going to make you better. And then that way, you don't just become another face. Because the last thing you ever want to be in anywhere that you go is just another face. You want to be the person that makes that impact. That makes that difference. That makes people want to say, oh, wait, who is that? What do they do? Let me go look them up. There, you know, there are so many things we're talking about, you know, the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have done to you. That's all it's about, is having respect for one another and showing love and giving back. That's the only way that you're going to grow, for sure. And in, in, in the Bay of Red, you talked about being on a strong show, right? Mm-hmm. And then share with us like, how that thing helped you, right, to further your, your own craft. And then what did your first month, two, three months after school look like for you? Like, how long after you graduated did you kind of like tell a little bit about your story once you left school? So once I left school. And then how did you go in school with the sort of that process? So it was interesting. So I was so I was actually never part of D Stone's show specifically. I was um, in D Stone's classes. I wasn't able to be part of D Stone's show because I had so much going on outside of school. Because again, I'm here. I'm working on all these different projects. There was no way that I could be on D Stone's show. His show was awesome. But his show on um, Saturdays was amazing. I got to see. I think I might have gone to a couple, um, but actually working on it, I didn't get a chance to do that. But outside of school, let's see, right outside of school, I started my company, uh, the Nine Design Tree Productions. And that was that was when I was doing social media. So super happy. And so I started working with different companies and helping them build their social media. That's what I did right out, right, right out of school. Okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. So you started a production company. Mm-hmm. You were working on It was, yeah. I was at the career office all the time. All the time. I was at the career office so much. They were just like, I was like, what? I'm like, I'm, I'm making sure that I have something when I leave here. Mm-hmm. So I was at the career office all the time. Don and Kenny knew me. They were calling me all the time, all of that. I made sure to build those relationships when I was here. And Kenny was the one that connected me with the, a lot of the clients that I had at the time, for sure. But right, it was like it was interesting because right after right after school, for me, I was traveling because I was working in Vegas for Life at the Sports. I was um, I was working for the for the organization was doing fashion shows as well. So I was I was back and forth. I was I was very rarely here in Chicago in 2019, right after I graduated. But I, but the biggest thing was all of that came from supporting someone. Going to an event, like the very first time I had uh, my joy featured in the movie was because I went to go support a friend who was a director. And I went to his show. And I talked to the, the director of the movie and cause she had just won an award. And I was like, well, let me just say hi and see what happens. And two years later, she needed um, someone to have jewelry in her production, and I was the first person she called. And it went from me styling one person to styling the entire cast and having my jewelry featured from start to finish on a movie that's called Call Center 
and it's on quality TV right now as we speak. Congratulations. The biggest thing that I was able to do here was audio, because now I do radio. But our station is 24 7, 365. That means it's pre recording. So I have some of the shows that I've done here, and then a lot of the shows that, I, that we did on previous years that are featured on the station. But you can't just send it over plain, right? You have to go in, you gotta add music, you gotta add your intro. You got to have commercials, mm-hmm. all of that. I create every single, com- for my show specifically, I, go, I create what? every commercial you hear with my voice, I created it. Every commercial you hear with, um, every show that you hear for our new show, Hunger and Home Sports Talk, I produce that show. I produce my shows. Um, I do all of my own interviews. I cut, let's see, I can still cut the, I can I cut everything up. So, like, if I wouldn't have come here, I wouldn't know how to do that properly. Because you have to check your levels. You got to make sure everything is on point. You have to make sure that everything is crisp and clear. You have to make sure that you're, that it's not too loud, right? You got to stay within that, that green and the green and yellow. We never want to hit that red. Remember that? Yeah. It's really important because that's how you make sure that your audio is clear. And I'm proud to say that our, our station has been up for almost five months and we have hit over 500,000 downloads and my show specifically gets 500,000 listeners per week. Oh, wow. And our station gets about maybe 800,000 listeners per week. Oh, that's a blessing. So, Congrats. You know what I'm saying? And this is the Black Home Station. So I'm, I'm part of the owners of that. So I'm, next legacy, I'm going to give you the, um, Actually, where's your phone? If you have your phones out, I can have you guys download the app and check it out. So if you go to your iOS or Android, Google Play, type in N-E-X-X, L-E, G-A, C-Y, Next Legacy. Yep, that's it. And that's the station that I'm with currently. I actually just, um, I'm actually currently the Chief Operating Officer at Next Legacy, so that just happens. Congratulations! Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry? So the station is, so it's 24-7, music and interviews. So we have interviews at 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 7 p.m., and then we have music and 
commercials in between the rest of the time. And then also, we, but on my, on my show, we've, we've implemented a, a piece called Next Legacy Honors, where we're honoring different artists. Like today, we're gonna we're honoring Joe Scott. So you have two hours of Joe Scott music tonight at 9 p.m. The first run was at 9 a.m. So each week, I'm gonna have on my show different artists that I honor with two hours of music. Yes. Uh, are you with the producers? We've talked about that definitely. So let's, let's talk afterwards, for sure. And we talked about you know how to collaborate with IMS. Actually, that was the original reason I reached out to IMS was talking about how to collaborate with what we're doing. Because with having the black owned station, you want to be able to give opportunities to as many people as possible. Yeah, you know, I, I think what people forget when it comes to not just school, but just um, entertainment period, is that the 15 minutes of fame only happens when people forget who they are. But if you go into it and you have a goal and you have a purpose and you want to go beyond just the pretty lights and you're ready to put the work in, you can turn that 15 minutes of fame into a lifetime. Any other questions? When you first started here, did you see yourself in the position that you are in now? Or did you not think that you'll be interested in some of the things that you do? That's very interesting. So when it came to the radio piece, I did not know that I'd be part owner of a radio station. That was not in the plan. <laughs> that literally happened last year where the owner of the station was like, you know what, I'm done dealing with, internet, um, with blog talk. We need to take our own content and create our own thing. And I was like, okay, sure. We're going to take our 45 million listeners and just leave? We're doing that? Are we sure we want to do that? Take all the 14 years experience, all that, and just go. And gonna start from scratch. All right. <laughs> and so I was very surprised when we hit 200,000 in the first three days. Wow. <laughs> I was like, 200,000 downloads in the first three days? I said, excuse me, what? <laughs> and it's just, it's just grown from there. But like I said, the biggest thing is that we own this, we control this. And we have, we're, you know, we're waiting on the sponsors and whatnot, but the sponsors are going off of what we do. They're not telling us to change anything. And that's huge. Because most people have to worry about, I can't say this, I can't do that. They want to work with us because of who we are and what we built. And that's a huge testament to what we're doing. But I mean, I think the biggest thing when it comes to, when it comes to the magazine, I didn't, I didn't know, um, I knew when I got here, but I didn't, I didn't know what the extent would be, right? So like the fact that I'm sitting here with a, with a company that's been around for 10 years and we were able to, we've been able to put on so many people. Shout out to Kevin Forrest, that's the owner of the magazine. He's been doing this thing for a, a very long time. He was a music producer before this and he has really changed people's lives. He's launched careers by featuring them. And that's huge. That's so huge. And that's why I say you have to focus on yourself. You have to believe in what you're doing. 
but you have to collaborate with other people. Because if you don't collaborate, then you're going to be stressed all the way out, trying to figure everything out. And there's no reason for that, especially when you're here. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many people that you can work with that are willing to help you. There are so many workshops you can go to. And remember, the workshops get you hours. Y'all need to get the hours. So go to the workshops. Because the easy way to get hours and the way to get hours. Because y'all sign in. Because these count as hours as well. <laughs> Trust me, I'm huge on getting hours. I think my my last count was like 745 when I left. <laughs> can somebody sign me in? Yeah. <laughs> So kind of piggybacking off that, so I know how many of y'all want to own a business and work for each other? Um, Does anybody here know how to become a part owner of a radio station? No. Questions? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you become a part owner of a radio station? I've been with the company for 14 years. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I've been with the company for 10 years. And so it was just a matter of we had we had decided that we were just done getting lost like all of our money. And um, I, I put in the work because I've been producing my shows and all of that. And so he asked me because I've been driven in what I've done. I've, there's never been a question of my loyalty to the brand. Even when he had to take a break, I had kept the brand alive. That's good. So. How did you get started on the magazine? The magazine, that was, that. so I started with the journalist as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And then what happened was he had asked for different um, artists, he'd ask me for different models or whatever, and so I and, and I had given him to people to, to interview, and then it got to the point where he had asked me to come on board, and my very first interview was my friend Alicia Yaya Townsend, who was also a graduate from Illinois Media School. Um, she, it was in 20, yeah, 2015, and it was so crazy because I didn't know she was going to get the cover. I found out the day before we launched, and I was like, oh my gosh. So she got the cover, and Majority was featured on her in that piece. And it was super dope, but um, it, it kind of just gone from there. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize that when you're doing anything when it comes to media, is that being persistent is what is going to let you win. If you sit up there, you do it once, and you're like, mm, that's all right, that was cool. You have to be persistent. You have to do it over and over and over again. Otherwise, you're not going to grow. Exactly. It's a time
right? So like if you go into if you go into an interview and nobody knows who you are, that's one thing. If you go on an interview and someone says, Oh yeah, I know that person. You work with them? Oh, that's how it works. Do you have a fashion plan? I just had jewelry. So yes. Awesome. You the t-shirts? So that's something else. So when okay, so you guys know when you guys have a radio show that they have it, it's video and audio, right? Talk to her about Brandy. So you can have your logo on your shirt when you're on air. Where if, if you have an if you have t-shirts, make sure you're wearing your brand. So when you're when you're at an event, when you're here, people know exactly what you're doing. What did it look like for you to patent your logo? What did it look like for you to be able to say you're Oh, yeah, definitely have the copyright. Yeah, yeah. Talk, yep. talk a little bit about that. Trademark. Yeah, you have to go to uh, the tra trademark office and all of that. Um, and then for the LLC, you have to, you have to go and apply um, to get your LLC for Illinois, which is not that bad. It's only it's only 150 right now. So it used to be a lot more. <laughs> Right. So, how did you get into styling a whole cast? I literally was chosen to pick one, uh, one of the main stars, and when I got there, I became jewelry girl. <laughs> oh wow. And that's, that's, that's exactly how it happened. I was called. They wanted me to, uh, to style one of the stars. And I get there, and they're like, okay, so you're the jewelry lady, right? I'm like, oh, I guess so. Let's do it. And it was, it was a blast. It was an absolute blast. Mm -hmm. what, um, what have been some major or minor uh, challenges that you kind of uh, may have ran into or come across uh, going into your field and doing, you know, your branding and everything like that? Ooh, how much time do we have? Um, <laughs> I think it, just, it depends on what you're talking about. So when it comes to the jewelry, the biggest challenge is that people, when I first started, I was always told, oh, my sister used to do jewelry. My uh, cousin, my little whatever, used to do it. So it was always a, oh yeah, that's nothing major, blah, blah, blah. Um, jewelry back in the day was mainly like something that people, that like like moms do, use Caucasian moms, house moms, you know, nothing major, nothing to take it seriously. And that was a big, that was a big challenge that I had. Um, Another challenge that I had was funny was that I went to an event and I had one of my cards and it was one of my Puerto Rican models. And people were like, well, why isn't there a black girl on your card? And I'm like, what? Why isn't there a black girl on my card? There's a black owned business. And I had black girls on my cards right now. I just have a Puerto Rican girl. So the biggest challenge that I have when it comes to this whole situation is people... Trying to think how to say this. Um, because it, it's tricky. <laughs> it's trying not to get canceled, but it's true. <laughs> Look. It's unavoidable. It's going to happen to all of us. People 
expecting certain things because of who I am. People not expecting me to sound the way that I do. And people claiming that I'm trying to, trying to be white has been the biggest problem that I have. But that voice has now gotten me over 500,000 listeners. So, <laughs> so, ha-ha to that. But that was, that's definitely been the biggest challenge. Because people that, that look like me are mad because I sound like this. And that's, I mean, that's, that's real. That's the real, real. I've had more pushback for the African-American community because of, because of the fact that I speak Spanish. And um, I didn't perm my hair when I, was in, when I was in school and all that kind of stuff. And because of my head, I've been this height since I was 12. So it's always like, oh, yeah, you do sports, right? No, I'm entertainment. I've been entertainment since I was little. But even I had even had issues when it came to teachers that got mad because of that. I'm like, oh, coaches couldn't stand me because I don't play ball. So they're like, but you're wasting your height. No, this is not what I do. Like, I'm not, I'm just not that skilled in that area. It's not a big thing, but to them, it was the end of the world. So that's been the biggest challenge. It is a fact that I don't sound the way that I look. <laughs> at all. Not at all. And how has that uh, impacted you business-wise? So you know, you've got a lot of pushback culturally and everything. So why is this so, so much a hurdle to break on? I don't think it's, as business-wise, it hasn't been as crazy. Um, it's funny that I see gotten more support from, from Caucasian women than I have black women, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. I've gotten more support from Caucasian women than black women. And so there is a, there is something to be said for speaking out of Think about when you think about you know what you're gonna do in your city, what you're gonna do in your hood. You short you shorten everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have to think not just nationally but globally. Yeah. You, if you focus on just what's in Chicago, you're not gonna go far. You have to travel. You have to, like that is a necessity in order to be able to thrive in anything that's you. You have to travel. I have not been able to travel, so what's interesting is that right before COVID hit, I was supposed to go to Canada. Oh. And then COVID hit. I, w- I will be going to Canada at, at some point now um, because we're going to be working with them as a project. But yeah, it was crazy because literally, like, I was like, I'm glad we didn't go because we might have stuck in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because we were about to come, we were supposed to come back the week that COVID hit. And we, the week that we had the lockdown. So I was like, oh, got lucky in that one. And then did you support virtually from home? Did you like outside of the mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. So, do you guys use StreamYard or anything like that for your, when you guys, bro- do you guys broadcast live here? Yeah, so like, when you, so when you're doing your interviews and all that, 
you know, um, if the people can't be here, you can do them on StreamYard, right? On live stream. So like StreamYard, I, I say StreamYard because you have up to six people for the free piece, but you can have up to 10 people on your panel for like 25 bucks a month, which is not bad. But then also you get all of your branding. So like you get, you can have your logo up there. You can have, you know, um, whatever you want scrolling down at the bottom. You can have a whole filter up there. Because the biggest thing when it comes to being independent is your branding. That's why you want to make sure you have your you have either virtual business cards, you want to have a logo, and that's why I said holla hard for t-shirts. Because you wanna you wanna make sure that people understand who you are. Because you are your brand. You're walking around every day, you are your brand. Why wear someone else's logo all the time and promote them when you can promote yourself? Especially when you're independent and trying to grow. Doesn't make any sense. That's no. Yes. Also, another way to brand yourself is through your hashtags. So think about your your custom hashtag. And use it on everything. I created a hashtag called CSOO, which stands for Chicago Supports RO. If you Google that now, you see that not just being used here, it's being used, I think it's been in Australia, Canada, Paris. But I started that because I didn't see a lot of people in Chicago supporting one another. So I was like, what can I do? To show support, to, to show that I appreciate when I see someone else supporting another Chicago talent. And originally it was, um, it was Shy Talent supporting our own. And my boy P1 was like, that's too long, let's shorten it. So I shortened it to CSOO. And now that's been a brand for like almost nine years. If you type it in now, you'd be like, oh, you see it everywhere. Yes. I just wanted to ask a quick question because you spoke a lot about networking and I know the importance of that. You know the importance of that. So how many of y'all are working for Nissan right now? And how many of y'all have your own shows or your own projects? Some of you. Have any of y'all asked Nissan to be on your project? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a give and take thing, right? Don't put in all the work for somebody else and not take care of yourself in the back end. Nissan needs to be a drop. Whoever you work with, you give me a drop. Give and take networking. Uh, so another thing that you spoke of was the ability to think beyond your personal scope, right? Uh, all the people that we listen to that's shooting up the hood and popping bottles in the club, they don't live in the hood, right? <laughs> so don't think that that's where it stops. Yeah, they get in that bag because if you in the hood, don't buy that album, but they're going right to the suburbs, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? like one example, who saw um, the NWA movie? Uh, what do you call it? right? Mm-hmm. And then that scene where people were all upset, some on the album, they were all in hoorah, and then in these characters, it was like, oh, there's something I really It's like, they bought them. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, look at the demographics of buying your music, right? And so, not all about, oh, like, like most of the superstars, perfect example. I don't know who calls the table, right? But they had a great montage about Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was in India. He had Bollywood films. Luke Bryan, if you 
Yeah. I know. I know it. I know it. Um, <laughs> but I use that as an example to say, verse two is not just keep your cash, but put God who lives in the long time. <laughs> the reason I bring that up is because I present students with so many opportunities, but they're hooked on, well, I want to be the next good radio personality, which is fine if that's your end goal. But there's so many other ways you can make money until you get there, right? So don't be so confined to one person and one idea. Yeah, for instance, I'm just being fully transparent. We had an opportunity a while ago for a graduate. The employer was a European descent. Oh, they rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't like their brand of um, how they were communicating. And that turned, that turned away from the opportunity. Great opportunity. Photography. Get into a new a new zone they hadn't tried out yet. Everybody knows wedding. Celebrations. That's fast. You can drop a lot of money, including for your entertainment, including your photography. That is just an example. Don't let the minute details of something that can really be overcome or work, work around stop you from moving forward. No, that's huge. Like, take advantage of the opportunities here. I, I can't stress that enough. Because the thing is that when you don't take advantage of it, there's no guarantee that they're going to get presented to somebody else. When you, and, and that's the thing too, when you get a job that's, when you get a connection from here, please make sure you fulfill that commitment. Because when you don't, it's just the door on the next person. Yes. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot stress, I've heard that so many times. That yeah, you know, this company hired this person and they didn't come to work mm. after they got hired. After they said how much they wanted the job. They didn't take it seriously. Which it happens all the time, by the way. I know you guys don't know exactly what we do all day, mm-hmm. but that is a majority is picking up pieces behind somebody else. And that's another opportunity that one of you could have had. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> so, so please, do not be that bad. Do not be, be better than some of your someone else. You don't know how much you could have changed their life. Mm-hmm. Not to mention it makes the school look bad. What you want is when people here at Illinois Media School, you want them to be like, oh, okay, great. I know that they're skilled. I know that they're ready. I know that they're punctual. When you leave this building, you still represent this building. Every time, whether you are, in the, whether you are currently a student or you are an alumni. Because the minute you bring it up, people are going to ask, what is that? And you not going to uh, to work, especially with the client, that can mess up money for the school as well. Like, there are so many things you have to think about. Because you're not just hurting yourself, you're hurting the entire brand. And that's it, but don't think about. And I know it's kind of crazy because, like, you know, you think you might not have enough time when you're here to finish your projects. But you do. But you have you can't just be here during school and think everything's gonna get done because it's not. You have to be here before class, 
after class on the days there is no class. That's how you get a that's how you get a quality project. And that's what's gonna make people think, oh, they're doing something. Let me give them an opportunity. Because you never know. This because the school does hire alumni as well. So if you're messing things up when you're here, <coughs> they want to give you a job. Everything goes back to just following the golden rule. You wouldn't want to hire somebody that just, you know, didn't come on time, didn't do the right, didn't care about what was going on, would you? No. So how can you expect someone else to want to hire you? Are there any more questions? If not, then no. yes. I'm sorry. No, no starting the internet, it's not like it was like a radio station, mm -hmm. traditional. Correct. So you wouldn't need to sign in to do any FCC uh, paperwork or anything? With Blog Talk, you do not. Correct. So like with Blog Talk, so Blog Talk Radio um, has been around, what, I want to say 20 years now? Probably, uh, probably a little bit longer. But Blog Talk Radio, specifically, you pay a monthly fee. And then you're able to do like two to three hours, um, I want to say, I want to say per day. You know, you can figure out what, which, what shows, when you want to do your shows, all of that. But what I would say is there are a lot of shows that are on right now. Tune into those shows. Call in. Check out See Their Vibe. So you can kind of get an idea of, you know, the best way to flow. But yeah, you don't, that's the one thing you don't have to worry about. Blog Talk is FCC right here. Next Legacy.